0: And welcome to episode 59. This is Paula Jenkins, a life and career coach, and I'm the host of Jumpstart Your Joy. Today I have an interview with Russell Hurst, who is the man behind the Instagram account Star Wars in the Yard. We have an amazing conversation about his account, about Star Wars, and about his work at a news station in Toronto. First, I want to give you a warm welcome and say thank you so much for listening. If you like what you hear and you want to subscribe, Jumpstart Your Joy is on all the major podcasting spots, iTunes, Google Play Music, Stitcher, iHeartRadio, and Player FM. If you want to subscribe on iTunes, you can just search for Jumpstart Your Joy and hit the subscribe button, and that way each week a new episode will be directly delivered to your mobile device. I would also love it if you would leave a review. I love to hear from you guys. If you want to follow along, the show notes for this episode are on the website at jumpstartyourjoy.com episode 59. This week in the exciting announcements department, <laughs> I am currently accepting new career and life coaching clients, so if you're feeling burnt out in your current career or you're interested in finding work that feels more aligned with who you are and what your purpose is, I would love to work with you, and you can find out more under the coaching tab on the website, Also on the site, if you head on over, is my new free email course, which is called Joy Plus You. It will walk you through ways to reconnect with joy in your life. And you'll see that over on the sidebar. There's a picture of a cute puppy. (laughs) You can't miss it. And if you're still looking for a Star Wars themed costume for Halloween, I posted all about my son's BB-8 costume this last Friday, and you can get details on how to make one over on the website. And now for the interview with Russell Hurst. I just love the warmth and authenticity of of our conversation. Russell is the man behind the popular Instagram account, Star Wars in the Yard. In addition to running the account, he works at a news station in Toronto. He's an avid photographer and cyclist. And he creates fascinating images and ongoing stories about the Star Wars characters on the Instagram account. I'm so excited to have him on the show. Here's the interview with Russell Hurst.
1: Welcome, everybody. Today, I am so excited to have Russell Hurst on. He is the creator of Star Wars in the Yard, which is on Instagram. Welcome to the show, Russell.
2: Thank you, thanks for having me.
1: Yay, I'm so glad you're here. (laughs) Uh, Would you like to tell us a little bit about who you are and your background?
2: I am an everyday person who goes to work. I work in the television business uh, I have for 23 years, and uh, it's been fun. Led to sort of this creative outlet that started with an action figure that was purchased by a friend of mine about two years ago, and that's, that's where it, awesome. it all led to this.
1: <laughs> yeah, that is so cool. So. Uh- Well well, let's jump over to like as a child, what were your early sparks of joy? And then I've gotta I have to ask more of course about the action figures.
2: (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, my first action figures, which were Star Trek dolls, I remember that. They were fantastic. And it just took you into that realm of I always had that creative mind where there was different stories I could tell, you know, regardless of the storyline. A lot of people want to stick to the storyline, but there's so many other stories that can be told with these characters. And Mm. I always was like that as a kid. Weird, I know, but that's who I was. That's how it works.
1: That's awesome. So did you play with Star Trek in the yard <laughs> as no, a kid? Uh, probably no, probably in the
2: yard as a kid, yeah. yes. Yeah, a lot in the house, uh, yeah. you know, but not as much as the outside stuff now that I'm doing, but uh, yeah. this is re- uh, you think that part of your childhood goes away, but it's funny, when something like this comes together, mm-hmm. you realize it never does. It's It's always there. It just gets shoved away because of your life and adulthood and Various other things that happen, you know, as, as we move along through life.
1: So true. I mean, and I talk about this to some of the guests. It's like there's something about institutionalized learning that mm-hmm. we get taught there's a right and a wrong, kind of. Right. And some of the creativity gets pushed to the side when that happens.
2: Yeah, or lost completely in some cases. It's, it's, yeah. You know, it's sad. It is sad.
1: Yeah. Well, and I and so I love, it sounds like um, sci-fi has been a lifelong interest slash love.
2: Uh. Yeah. Closet nerd. <laughs> I'm, I'm not out there like, you know, some of my coworkers walking in with a shirt saying, you know, I love Darth yeah. Vader or whatever. I'm, uh, I'm a little more behind the scenes, but uh, no, I've always loved it. I've loved all aspects of it and I don't know, there's so many things you have seen through sci-fi that have come to, you know, everyday reality and yeah. that's what I always thought as a kid, like, wow, what if this ever happens to us in real life and then look at cell phones and then look at us talking on Skype and... It's it's really amazing. It is amazing.
1: Yeah, yeah, isn't that cool? I hadn't really thought about that as a creative outlet for children. Is it encourages you to think in the future mm-hmm. and be wildly imaginative? But then you also see this thing where these things come true. And yeah. there's, yeah. I mean, while fantasy is fun, you know, Tolkien or whatever, like we aren't really going to ever bring those things probably to fruition. So right. I think there's interesting. Right. A- so, we ran into a, to each other on Instagram, I but back when I even had my old handle, which was Welcoming Spirit. Right. But I, I can't even really remember when we first met. It was probably around the time that The Force Awakens was coming out. Right. Um, when did you start Star Wars in the Yard, and what was the inspiration?
2: Well, a friend of mine, we were in upstate New York, uh, just on a mini break, and mm-hmm. uh, we happened to be in this store. I can't remember the name of it for the life of me, but... It's this old-style sort of hardware store that had old toys and just everything. Everything you could imagine from, God, 40 years ago, 50 years ago. It's, it's, it's mm. an unbelievable store. Anyway, they had some Star Wars figures. I was like, oh, my God, there's a Stormtrooper. I haven't seen a 12-inch Stormtrooper since the 70s. Uh-huh. Kind of a joke. Walked away, left it. Well, my friend's daughter brought it back. She grabbed it, brought it back. I was like, oh, wow, great. What am I going to do with this? <laughs> <laughs> so, like, do I put them in my car? Do I do this? And I said, hey, you know what? I'm going to put them on the top of the stairs out here one day. It was like minus 40 out. It was just a really, really cold winter. Mm-hmm. And I took this snapshot of this stormtrooper. I said, good luck on yard dirty and minus 40. Well, I put <laughs> it on Facebook. Yeah. And people, engineers, you know, old guys at work. I'm old now. I'm old. I'm up there. But people were just like... <laughs> Russ, that is amazing, that Star Wars thing, oh my god, it's so funny, and I was like, hey, you know what, people are laughing at this, I'm onto something here, yeah. and then it just all spiraled into Star Wars in the art, and I just thought, you know, there's, I could have this story, they come to life out here, and they do their thing, and there'll be some cross-pollination, I know that will drive Star Force purists, you know, the Star Wars purists, it'll drive them crazy, but <laughs> there's so many great characters that were taken from us early in, in the storylines, Mm-hmm. Yet are just fantastic, and it's like you can have fun with this. You can have a you know a great sense of humor with them, and some of them just come out of my head. Like I just think this guy is going to be like this. Leia is going to be like this, you know. As in End for Star Wars and Yard, Leia's the angry one, and you know Luke's has a substance problem, and uh, <laughs> <laughs> you know Boba Fett's got an attitude, and you know it's just it's good. It's you just have fun with it. You just come up with these characters, and it's just like. the movies make them one way, but it's also like, nah, I kind of see them this way. And that's just Mm -hmm. my take on it. That's why I'm having fun with it. And I think a lot of other people are too. They get a kick out of it, especially with the ones who have been with me from the beginning. They understand understand what I'm trying to achieve. And I think that that's the best part for me. Because I have to admit, there was a a, a time, like you were saying earlier, uh, a few weeks ago, where I was like, is is anyone really staying with this? And it seemed to be a lot of people were dropping off. It's sort of the middle of the summer. Mm, Um, And I was like, do I keep going with this? And then I had a, a message out of the blue sink. I love this. It makes mm-hmm. my day. I laugh so much. Please don't stop. Keep going. Yeah. And it just. And all they said was, you haven't been discovered yet. And it's. It's just. It's an art. Keep going with it. And that really inspired me. I don't know why, but it did. I needed it that day. Mm. So it's. It's worked out for the best. I have fun doing it. I, I hope everyone else is enjoying it. Um, I think they are. <laughs> Um, I love it. <laughs> I, I get a kick out of doing it. And yeah. I try and keep it witty and light and fun because, you know, we have too much. Cause, because of my background in news, we're uh-huh, at a yeah. serious place. And, we, we, you know, I was always taught growing up, you have to laugh. If you're not laughing, it's not a good thing. You're not, you're not in your chosen profession. And that's serious because yeah. life's about joy. Life's about uh, being happy. And a lot of us aren't. And that's not a good place for... You know the planet to be in right now. It's not, yeah. uh, and that's why I think my. You know this little tidbit of, and so many people are following it, and and they're happy and they're laughing. That that makes my day. And if I get that out of it, that's all I'm asking for.
1: Yeah, I love that, yeah. and I love, I love that you're letting it be. I, I mean, because it's almost like reading a book, and and that's probably why some people, when yeah. they finally see a movie, they're like, I didn't see that character like that, but it's right. kind of like you're giving life into these characters in this really kind of whimsical and fun way where it says, like, let's play with the story. Because I think, mm-hmm. I exactly. mean, Star Wars especially, it feels like something, maybe it's because of the pacing of all the films, but I think those of us, and I'm uh, we're probably similar in age, because um, I saw the first ones as they came out when oh, I was yeah, yeah. about yeah. five. But, yeah. like, there was something that invited us into that story. We had to be somewhat imaginative. I mean, all we yeah. had was a few, a few toys and, you know, our Star Wars cards I joke about. Yes. Constantly, like that was my favorite thing. Like I love to look at them because that. Yeah. I mean, there was no DVD. There was no. There wasn't yeah. that. So for nope. the story to keep alive, we lived it, or we yeah, played the with books, it. The,
2: yeah, yeah, it was. Yeah, it was all through imagination then. Until the next yeah. movie came out, and it was. It was amazing.
1: Yeah. And I, I think that's something that I really appreciate about the account is like you're breathing that back into it, saying, "Hey, here's an invitation. Let's play." Kind well, of.
2: Uh, no, and I appreciate that. I think that like that means a lot because. That's what I'm hoping to get out of it. I just, I just want people to look, you know, read the stories, look at the picture, and then go, oh, yeah, yeah, I can see that. that like, this is funny. and then, yeah. But like I said, my core, my core people who have been with me, from they, they get it, and they have, they're such great followers. And that's, and that's another thing. When you get into this realm of, you know, uh, what they call toy photography, action figure photography, yeah. oh, my God, the realm of people are just supportive and fantastic. And the age bre- is, 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 I can't believe the gap it's Mm -hmm. from you know i've I've got i'm you know i have younger followers which i'm very careful with because i'm an adult i just keep it clean for them and they're young and that's you know when i was a kid i wouldn't have wanted things to uh be spoiled for me either so i I, Mm -hmm. i'm always conscious of that and then a lot of other my followers are my age or older and they're like oh my god this is amazing and this brings me back to when i did play with my toys in the yard and you're making it so fun and funny and you know plus the effects and stuff they they're loving it so i'm really happy i'm i'm happy that you know people are enjoying it and that's that's all of it that's the best part of it
1: yeah well and i loved one of and I can try and find this. I'll link it up in the show notes. But there was a one of them. I think was a post with BBA 8 and um, C-3PO, right. and you could see. Bless her heart, you could see this one person who was commenting like really confused. Like yes. <laughs> I think she thought it was a still from the movie, and it was like, "Why doesn't he have a red arm?" And like, yes. And you were just, That's you right. just like, I guiding. That. I <laughs> you were guiding that. her through, like, yes. yeah, yeah, yeah. well, because it's. I created it like it was just neat to see you inviting someone else in like well this is just play
2: Mm -hmm. yeah no and that's the thing and I I always try and I don't attack people I don't actually I've been really fortunate Paul I have to be honest like no one's Mm -hmm. been really I haven't had any negative comments I've had maybe like this person doesn't live in this timeline and then I explain to them like this is what it's about and it's not about that and then also like oh oh I get it I get it and then they Mm -hmm. just start following and that's it (laughs) and they laugh and they have fun and they just enjoy it yeah I love it yeah
1: that's wonderful thank you yeah, well, and I, I mean, I know, I think I came across it, like I said, during about the time The Force Awakens came out, or I will admit that we bought my son, who is six, the Sphero BB-8. Yes,
2: um, I have that. Yes. Or, yes. A friend of mine gifted me that, yes. yeah.
1: <laughs> A very beloved little toy. Uh-huh. Um, and... I think maybe you'd posted about him and that's like probably where we came across each other. But did um, The Force Awakens, did that change how you were approaching the story or your storylines? I know you commented that like you weren't getting too far into those characters yet.
2: Not yet. No. Um, Because we're still feeling them out. Um, Obviously, the Kylo Ren figure we know, you know, from our age group, we're thinking like this is just a spoiled millennial. Right. (laughs) And that's his his character. He freaks out. He (laughs) trashes stuff. But it's funny. It's absolutely funny, you know. With Ray, Ray was, in my opinion, took the movie. It was it was her mm. it was her movie, and that's no offense to the yeah. the old guard. It was a shame to you know lose Han Solo. The whole Chewbacca mm. thing didn't add up for me. It's like Chewbacca would have been very accurate and probably shot Kylo Ren, and it would have been oh, over. Totally. But then that's the movie you can't carry on, right? <laughs> 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 it would have been over in like two seconds. Chewbacca never misses. But yeah. uh, someone brought up a good point too: is the fact that that's Ben and blah 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 blah. The whole you know.
1: Yeah, is there something there? that There's, there's in there. He, but
2: then there was no mourning for uh, Han after this thing. He died. No yeah. one was mourning. And then she hugged yeah, Leia. That? Princess Leia hugged You should have hugged Chewbacca. It didn't make any yeah. sense to me.
1: I'm with you. I'm yeah. with yeah. you.
2: Yeah, 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 yeah. No, they're going to slowly work in. It's just sort of, you know, where are they going with these guys? Some may show up, some may not. It all depends on what's available uh, figure-wise. Because I use the bigger, I use the taller figures, the 12-inch ones. Mm-hmm. And yeah. the older ones are way better. Um, that's not a slag at Hasbro or anybody. It's just, it's, they're just yeah. articulated, they have clothing and they just look real on camera. And that's another reason why I like them. I just, I don't like the plasticky look of, cause I don't sure. want that. I want it. I want you to kind of look and go, is that really happening? Even though you know, it's not, <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> like it, you just want it to look as real as possible. So it just takes you away for that moment. If you're having a bad day and you just look and you laugh, you go, huh. you know, and you scroll through on Instagram, you go to the next picture, but that made you laugh and you're like, wow, that's a new picture. And you like it. Uh-huh. That's it. In a nutshell,
1: I like that you're bringing that up because I mean we got some new, some of the newer. I think they're close to the 12 inch size from a prominent retailer. Mm -hmm. Remain unnamed, I guess, but um, we. I've noticed exactly what you said. They even from a distance look a little more plasticky,
2: so. Yeah, ahead. there's no articulation and when you start mm-hmm. getting into that you can see why the, you know, you get in the realm of all these other photographers are doing the same kind of thing. You want articulation, you want them to be able to move and look these sort of real expressions like they're looking up and <laughs> I can't believe this is happening and it's yeah. just, just little things. It's it's little nuances. Whereas you know, when they just their arm just moves straight, it's it's kind of frustrating, but I try and work it in and then I just do some editing where I need to to make them look a little bit more real.
1: Yeah, because you have some really cool effects with light. And uh, is there anything else you're doing kind of post production to make them come alive? Some of the lights clearly are, but
2: are there sun flares, other stuff? Um, I use, I've got full photography gear, so I use lights. I Sometimes okay. I'll use full lights, I'll, I'll bounce the sun, so it kind of gives it that. You know, you, when you look at some of the shots, the actual character sort of right there with you. And uh-huh. then the background's really separated, and you just get that really dramatic of effect of wow. Oh my mm-hmm. god, like he's right there or that you know, that sort of cinematic cinematic effect like you said. But it's a combination of lighting, green screen, I do a lot of green screen stuff too. Because, do
0: you
1: really? Okay. Oh my
2: god, yeah, I have to because the ship you have to involve the ships and you know, okay. the interiors and stuff like that. So it you know, I can't have them. There's no way I could re- oh, I could recreate it out here, but it probably wouldn't go over well with my watch.
1: <laughs> that is a new house. that would be a yeah. divorce
2: yes i think yes. so
1: oh no yeah. yeah well i wondered how you had done some of those because they are very convincing and the um kind of the time uh well and listeners if you love star wars i had general grievous on early last season and uh i mean he doesn't do the voice but right. i happen to go to fifth grade with him so that's kind of funny oh, too wow. but um yeah. So, but at that time, I think I was partially inspired by yours and playing around with BB-8 and like spent the whole afternoon, you know, shooting pictures inside right. our
2: house. Right. And I'm
1: like, my gosh, this takes a long time. So thank God you're not building out full sets. Like.
2: <laughs> oh, God, no. The guys who do, I really respect and admire because there are some out there. I, it's, I don't know where they find the time. I really yeah. don't. You'd have to be retired if you would.
1: Yeah, I would imagine so. I mean, even I mean, even what you're doing takes a long time, I'm sure, to do the setup. And how oh, long do you God. most shots take you?
2: Um, as of late, I've been sort of just, it's like, come home, because I start early in the morning, so I'm usually home, you know, or mid-afternoon kind of thing, and uh, an idea pops in my head. I'm like, okay, I'm going to take this shot, and then I'm going to write the storyline, and I'm going to post it. Um, other times, it's haul the whole bucket of, of troops out here. <laughs> um, <laughs> wife laughs at me. Bring out all the accessories, the lighting, and the green screens, and everything else, and then just start shooting. And sometimes I'll, I'll try and shoot anywhere from ten to fifteen photos,
1: uh-huh.
2: just to kind of, you know, that way I can sort of take a break for a week. And you know, if I'm in the car at work or I'm at work, I can bang one out and you know, uh, upload it, and everyone's happy. Whereas if I have a gap, I think people start to they don't get they don't they get antsy a little bit. I haven't had any complaints, but you can tell that sometimes when I post, like, oh, where were you? <laughs> What happened? Yeah. <laughs> Thought you'd gone always like no 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 it's all good you know it's and I just kind of play around with times as to post I usually post later in the day because that's when I find yeah. people are looking more at Instagram you know just getting enjoyment yeah. out if they've had a rough day they're looking trying to cater to everybody in the different time zones.
1: Mm, I like that. Um, well, and clearly you know your way around Instagram a bit. I don't know if you have any. I love that you're saying the kind of end of the day. Like that's a beautiful thing to think about that. Maybe Maybe people need a break, and um, I know sometimes i 'll scroll through scroll through more than one of your photos and sit there with my son and be like, "Hey, look at this one and i 'll read him what it says and um, so I think that 's neat. Are there other tips you might have for people who are on Instagram and either i don 't know want to grow a base or, um, or are having a hard time connecting or whatever it might be
2: I, honestly for me it was it was uh, hashtags just make sure your mm-hmm. hashtags are, are are effective in the sense of uh, you know start looking at really high number accounts um, uh-huh. and see what type of hashtags they're using if they're if they're in a similar realm of things. I throw in words like creative now too, and I seem to be getting a lot more artists, and that's great, because for me, mm-hmm. it is. It's an art. It's a different yeah. type of art, but it's an art. And uh, a few of my, uh, you know, the core group uh, are actually traveling and going to some of the Comic-Cons now, and they're actually selling their prints and pictures, and I think that is fantastic. It's oh, wow. absolutely fantastic, so... For me, I just need to make the time to, you know, approach something like that. But I probably should at some point,
0: yeah.
2: you know, because it is fun. Um, I think people get a kick out of it. And, I, you know, even if I could green, I was thinking as of late, possibly a realm where I green screen people into uh, the actual yard. I put, them, uh. I put them in play with the characters. Yeah. I think people would love that. So I've been toying with yeah. that idea, too. You know, why not have some fun? Get down in there.
1: So. Yeah, well, because it, and it does follow through with like kind of your like it's play and it's, it's
2: mm-hmm.
1: an invitation to get creative for other people and maybe think of something different for themselves.
2: Than, right, than right. They
1: do, go do every day.
2: Yeah, exactly.
1: Mm. I love it. Yeah, no, it's great. <laughs> what's what's it been like? I mean, you definitely have, and we could talk about your day job if if that's what you'd like to call it. But talk about your day job and what's it been like having kind of this very separate hobby. I mean, other than it obviously leverages many of your skill sets that you use on both sides. But, like, what's it like having this very different thing that you go home and do and and post and react to?
2: Um, It's actually been an eye-opener. It's it's really great, actually. Um, It's just opened my eyes to what's out there and what other people are doing, whether it's something like this or something Mm -hmm. similar. And just the all different walks of life that you meet—it's it, amazing what some people do for a living, and then and then what they do—you <laughs> know, whether it's toy photography or it's actual photography—and just like, oh my god, I never knew that about you. And you find out these these little tidbits, right? And yeah. it's it's actually amazing because you know, like I said, a few of my core followers. Uh, one of the guys uh, who goes by D Comp uh, Rob Robbie—he's fantastic, and he's he's uh a, 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 I think he runs. Dead bodies by the day. I believe it's pretty, <laughs> pretty, wow, sh- pretty shocking. But he's a you know loyal follower, amazing guy, and you just make these great connections. And I know yeah. if I was to go somewhere, and then these people would be like, "Hey, you're coming down? Love to meet you, and let's hook up and talk toy photography or whatever." You know, yeah, and that's what I love about it. Everyone's positive. I haven't, like I said, I haven't had any negative feedback, uh, and everyone from day one was just. Yeah, know you're on to something here. Go with it, go with it, go with it, and I just, I just went with it, and the numbers just kept coming in and coming in, and I was, I was actually shocked. I was, I, I have to be honest, I was absolutely yeah. shocked. It's like, oh, I thought I'd maybe have a couple hundred, you know, maybe, but when it started growing, I was like, oh my god, this is starting to get, you know, relatively serious yeah. in the sense of an Instagram following, and I try and keep up oh, with yeah. as many people as I can because I, I do follow back a lot. I notice a lot of the uh, higher. Uh, as I say, I call them higher mileage accounts. They have a very limited amount of people they follow back. It's usually like yeah. 100 or 200. I follow, I've got almost close to 3,000 back. So Wow. Well, I just like to keep as many as I can. Like, and, I, and I always say to them, some, some will drop off because they, I think they get upset that I don't maybe like their stuff for a couple of weeks. But it's like I go through as much as I can. I stay on top of it as much as I can. That's all I can yeah. do. And I say, I'll hit, I'll hit you at some point. It just may not be for a few days or a few weeks or whatever. But then I'll get to you and then I'll like all your stuff. And I find that's a lot with the other the other ones that I follow too that are you know the core group as they call them, so I have about three thousand I think that have stuck with me from day one so
1: that's so cool, and that's a really great tip actually is I mean I know in my in my own account, which is nowhere near the size of yours, but like it does it's at having sixteen hundred people that I follow there's just I can't possibly see no, everything no, in a day, can't. so no. I try and I notice who's likes some of my stuff and I'll jump over and throw them a like and, you know, like I try and reciprocate
2: because right, right. I mean,
1: um, it does feel like a relationship
2: yeah. in a way. Yeah, it's, yeah and, as, and I think, you know, like, yeah, you're talking through, like you said, a computer, you're talking through whatever, but at some point you do start to build sort of a relationship and, mm-hmm. you know, it, it's just funny because then you know, oh, okay, if I if I post now, Bernard's up, you know, <laughs> one of the guys, Bernard, yeah. and if, if I post now, then Sonny's up in, in the Philippines and it's just, it's amazing. It really is amazing. It's, uh, yeah. Yeah, it's really opened my eyes to what's out there and what you can do with social media.
1: Yeah, are you and you have a Facebook page too for for Star Wars in the yard or yes, are you? which doesn't okay. have
2: anywhere near the following because I don't I don't really promote it as much as the Instagram. People seem to like sure. Instagram more and maybe I should maybe I should push it a bit more. But uh, it's one of those things. People really like to go to Instagram, I find, because it's just easier for them to scroll through stuff. And, mm-hmm. You know, good friends of mine support it. They'll they'll like stuff. I'll get maybe eight likes on a picture, but it's instagram's the main the main feed
1: yeah i feel like it's a good medium for
2: Mm -hmm.
1: for photography obviously but
2: yeah
1: it's it's also very digestible in a way that facebook i feel like i get sucked in there and overwhelmed and then yeah yeah i
2: agree i agree
1: i don't have the same problem at instagram
2: yeah you uh, can just kind of get through quick and you know see what you need to see and then make a few comments and you know come back to it later and that's the great thing you don't have to kind of stay there all night or for hours at a time you can kind of drop in and drop out and still catch up which I mm-hmm. like it works yeah. for my lifestyle so
1: yeah that's a really good point yeah well and if somebody listening because probably a lot of people have that little idea that's just you know in the back of their mind and they're like I should just and we've all not done them for years so I don't yeah. know do you have any suggestions that like well, well it pushed you over the edge to, to start
2: I just did it and yeah. I know that's easy. <laughs> everyone says I just did it and then I, yeah. I saw the reactions I'm like and like I said before, like oh, I'm onto something here. I think people get a kick out of this, and if it makes yeah. them laugh, that brief, you know, three, five, ten seconds they're looking at it. That's just do it, because then the people will jump on to, hey, have you heard about this person? Have you heard about this person, and I like this feed a lot, or I like, you know, this this Facebook page, or you know, or Twitter, whatever it is that you're on, because that's what I'm like. I will go, oh wow, this person's really interesting. Uh-huh. And 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 it, it's funny because I met uh, a young woman when I was out uh, in Vancouver uh, earlier in the summer, uh-huh. and uh, she was running a fashion boutique in downtown. And I happened and she goes, "Oh, that's it." And my wife had mentioned, "Oh, do you like Star Wars?" Like he has this account; it's got like ten thousand followers. Blah, 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 <laughs> you know, it's growing. You know, she's all proud of it, which is you know, she's yeah. I just can't believe she has such a talent. And you know, I'm like, whatever. I'm, I'm a very humble person. I'm not. I'm not like that. I don't have an ego by any means. I probably. I don't know. It's just the way I've been raised. It, I, I was never like that. I just do it because I love it. But yeah. then you know, she's like, "Oh, I like Star Wars. I like Star Wars." So she looks. And I said, "Oh, what's your what's your Instagram account?" So I go to her Instagram account. And she has like thirty four thousand followers. Oh my god! <laughs> like, but then I'm looking at her page because I like yeah. fashion. I like you know interior design stuff. I have all these different aspects of things I like. I'm like wow, she's this is an interesting feed. Yeah. So I'm going to follow you, and that's that's I think. That's sort of how it works for everybody. If they they like your stuff, they're going to stick with you regardless of how many times Mm -hmm. you connect. They're always going to be there. So, yeah, I mean, you you, you can't, and and you have to take the emotion out of it because there are going to be people on social media. It's easy to be, you know, unfair, Mm -hmm. uh, unprofessional, as I like to say, and uh, just not nice, but just roll it and ignore it and the good people will stick with you and give you the positive feedback you want or need or if you ask the question you know if someone was asking the question I've had people question me like how do you do that and I said here I'll show you and I actually have sent them a green screen uh, picture of what I've done said here use this in your next shot and they're like oh my god thank you I can't believe you did that like wait hey, mm. yeah spread the wealth why not if it's putting like happiness and someone else is happy for that day great I did my part yeah. That's and that's, that's what I want at the end of the day
1: I love it. Yeah. Yeah, because there's also that passing along of inspiration. I mean, I know another guest, I like think it was Logan, and he was like really kind of go beyond being generous with, with what you offer. Like surprise right. people. Like, yeah, like, exactly. And right. Because yeah. it inspires them to then dive into that side of themselves. Absolutely. That opens up the creativity or, or whatever it is. So I love that you shared and share things with people in that yeah. way.
2: And it's pushing me too to do, like you said earlier, things you put aside things mm-hmm. you're like oh, I'll get to that or I'll it's there but I don't know do I really want to do it? It, it it's pushed me to do it mm-hmm. and nothing's a failure people need to realize that take the risk yeah it may not work out but it's not a failure you took the risk most other people aren't taking the risk <laughs> they're not, true. They're, not. Yeah, they're, they're not you're passing them on the street every day and they're sitting there going "Ah, oh, I'd rather be doing this I'd rather be doing that Well, then, as the saying goes and I, I hate to be the one but just, just do it Put yourself yeah. out there, and if people love it, great. If they don't, then there'll be something else that comes along that they're going to love. Yeah, you know, it's all, so
1: true. Yeah,
2: mm-hmm. and the vulnerability
1: something. piece is probably what's frightening or scarier. Or,
2: oh, that used to be me. Know,
1: yeah, and the ego saying, "Oh, you, you're not good enough," or, or whatever it is. But mm-hmm. I mean, I guess one way to around that is, I mean, you could truly set up an account of if, if you're thinking about Instagram or something else. I mean, you don't really have to share who you are, just Start. Like, no, oh my god! <laughs> that's the no. piece that's frightening. Like you could no. be, you know, anonymous, anonymous right. a While
2: exactly, exactly. That's the beauty of it.
1: Add to the mystery, <laughs> mm-hmm. right? Right. Cool. Well, and I don't know. Is there more? Um, I know you said you're kind of a closet sci-fi fan. Is there? How does that? I don't know. How do you bridge that gap at work? Do you do your Friends and coworkers at work know that you have Star Wars in the yard as a hobby. You know. Oh yeah. Account for. Yeah, a
2: lot of them follow. Um, a lot of the uh, my great coworkers, their kids follow because they because <laughs> yeah. they love it. And uh, they're like, "You work with this guy?" And they're just floored that it's me because <laughs> I think they're expecting something else. You know, people always have a vision of what you're supposed to look like or who you're supposed to be, and when they actually meet, you're like, "Oh, you're not what I expected," or they're told, or you're totally what they expected, right? But, uh, no, they're very supportive. People get a kick out of it. For the most part, I find people in my business kind of keep, you know, you're doing it. They, it's low-key. They leave you alone. They like your stuff. And we all just kind of do our thing. Because mm-hmm. we're all out there in some way or form, right? It's media. And you're in a business yeah. of egos. And uh, I'm fortunate enough to work with a bunch of people that are just absolutely incredible. I can't say enough how much I, it, that's what's kept me there as long as I've been there. Yeah. It's, it's the it's the people they're just amazing. It doesn't exist in any other news operation I can tell you that right now. It does not exist. It does That
1: is really that's inspiring to hear mm-hmm. um because do you want to can you share what you do or do you want to explain oh, yeah, a little yeah, bit yeah. about no, I, whether it's with the channel you work for
2: or not? No, no, I like. work for uh, CP24, Toronto's breaking news in Toronto. It's a weird-looking screen for people, you know, who could get it on satellite, I'm not sure out of the US, but it's a uh, like your actual television channels up in the one corner. You have weather and all kinds of graphics all over the screen, and then a little traffic box down in the in the corner that's constantly scrolling our Toronto traffic cams, which are constantly clogged wow. with traffic. Not like <laughs> New York City, but clogged with traffic. Um, yeah. And I've been there since its inception, which was 18 years ago. It wow. started, and uh, it's been a great ride. It's been a changing ride. The business is great. Um, it's gonna be a lot of fun. News is a little more uh stressful obviously because uh-huh. of the way it's it's run um and stuff's constantly changing and coming in and you get the pressure to get it to air quicker than everyone else that exists everywhere yeah and whereas other aspects of tv which is what stars in the art has brought back to me is the reason why i got into this industry was to be creative yeah and i was missing that so badly <laughs> i really was and it's really, really got the blood pumping again in my photography, into this, into various other things in my life where I just, you know, it's it, it's been amazing. It really has. It's been uh, it's been a blessing. I, I have to be honest. It's it's uh, it's opened my eyes. So
1: that's
2: that's wonderful. Yeah.
1: Because yeah, I also sense there's a strong a strong part of you that is, is drawn to story and storytelling. I mean, even from mm-hmm. your answers, oh absolutely,
2: like, yeah. I probably uh, should have been a writer. I yeah. love to write stories. I'm not the best at it. I have to be honest. You know, I'm not a professional writer by any means, but I love to tell stories. I do. I'm a talker yeah. too. I could talk for hours. That's the thing. <laughs> I, I, no, I do. I just love talking to people. I love it. I, you know, these days that's a that's that's a people aren't as open to that as they used to be. And my 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 dad was like that. He used to drive me crazy, but I'm turning into him. I'm uh, I'm the same. I love to talk to people. Yeah,
1: me too.
2: Yeah, it's
1: fun. But you it's, meet it's, some it's, it's,
2: interesting people that way and like, oh my god I didn't hear that about that person or you know, it's just amazing what you find out when you're out looking at a screen or texting somebody you actually talk to the person it's it's, it's amazing yeah you know that connection that we we all need it and we all need mm-hmm. it and that's what's sort of been lost in the shuffle as of late I find
1: yeah well and I don't I don't know what I mean, I mean we
2: could talk about the American <laughs> political scene, but like I, oh, I, I, feel, I feel for like, you. you yeah we are little- we're, we're rooting uh for you guys up here but uh <laughs> i have to tell you i know it's the, it's, the, it's you know who's better who's the lesser but oh my god oh, just, uh, well
1: yeah i <sighs> mean and as as, the, as we're recording this uh, the first debate was last night yes. and I,
2: oh, but yes. i mean
1: it's just a very telling and, and i think i guess where i'm going with that though is it does feel like what and i, I don't know what you're thought on the media's role of this is that might be interesting as well but like it feels like we're being pulled apart in a lot of ways like there's this side or that side and,
2: mm-hmm. and oh, the yeah. middle
1: is just really very inviting at the moment or mm-hmm. it doesn't feel like a place where we can hang out where we're, we can like this thing and that thing and we don't have to make a choice like it's not bad and good it's just it is
2: <laughs> yeah unfortunately you know with media now it's 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 big business so uh-huh. It's not the freedom of speech as it used to be when I was first in the business, yeah. and there was less corporate involvement or less corporate meddling. Uh, we had a president relieved of duty because of that. Uh, you just can't put your fingers in the news pod and expect to change it. For a lot of news organizations, that's happening, and you are—you're being pushed one way, or you're being pushed the other, or what you know, whichever way whoever owns that company leads. Mm-hmm. You know, we've all—we've all heard it. We've seen the documentaries. We've had the little snippets on the, you know, the more, the lesser news networks, as I, as I like to say, uh-huh. um, you know, or the online networks, to tell the truth, they've, al- they've almost become the National Enquirers, you know, in, in a certain way, because um, you're getting the real stories online now, as opposed to your mainstream media. So, uh-huh. just, just my yeah. thought, like, you know, that's just my opinion, but... Uh,
1: oh, yeah, yeah. You know, well, and I think it's interesting, because you have that breadth of, I mean, I'm sure 18 years ago, it was a very different landscape, and oh, um, yeah. kind of a different space to play in.
2: Mm-hmm. You know, it, it has changed a lot. A lot of it's changed for uh, the better, and some stuff eh, needs some work.
1: Well, and it's interesting how technology has changed all that, too, because I'm, I think the race to be first for stories is probably... The pressure's higher dangerous. because we all get stuff
2: It's very dangerous. Well, The Newsroom, which is a fantastic show, um, yeah. Aaron Sarkin really nailed what it is like from behind-the-scenes to in front of the camera. A little more obviously, the American spin than than what it's like here, only because of how news networks work in the U.S. They're a lot more. You know, you're not making the numbers. It's Nice knowing you. Have to take care. Whereas here, you know, someone can hang on for 20 years and not make the numbers. <laughs> but uh, no, it was it was very well done. It was very well done, and it cool. captures sort of that dilemma, the dilemmas that you have on a day to day basis. Like, do we tell this? Can we tell this? Because of who owns this? You know, et cetera, et cetera. So interesting. Yeah. It's uh, that way it's really changed.
1: Yeah. Well, that's kind of interesting because, I I mean, some of my background is a web producer. Okay. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Yeah, I worked on NBC Olympics for a while. I mean, back, it's been many years at this point, but we were slowly seeing at that site, um, which was an old dot com that (laughs) went under in a very drastic fashion, but like the rise of the advertorial, where really, I mean, things weren't editorial. They were being influenced by what the ad was that was running in it or. Sponsoring it, and yeah, I mean, just crazy stuff going mm-hmm. through the newsroom, um, and you know, editors going nuts because they're like, "Well, this isn't really true." <laughs> like, <Right. laughs> someone's paying us to say this, right? So, exactly. yeah,
2: exactly. And that's that's the thing that worries a lot of us now in the industry. It's like, eh, that's not really what they're saying because, or stuff's coming through online very quickly because someone's mm-hmm. on the ground, but they're not a legitimate journalist. Right. So the story is just from someone's Twitter account. And we have stories cause like, well, it's live on Twitter. And it's like, well, is it Associated Press? No, mm-hmm. Has CNN gone with it? No. What about yeah. uh, you know BBC? Uh, oh, yeah, no, they're on it now. We'll wait for the other two heavy hitters to come on and clarify before we run with it. I'd rather be second place if I was yeah. in that role to get there, but have the facts right the first time. Yeah, that, that's mm. my whole thing. Do it right the first time, because yeah. it's a lot of these days. Get it out there, and they're like, "Oh, yeah, right. It wasn't. It wasn't that number. It was just <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> you know, which which isn't good,
1: right? Yeah. right. Well, because then your your audience is yeah, then you're serving them the, the wrong information, and uh, you're putting the breaking the story ahead of the responsibility to reporting the news responsibly. Right. Or,
2: right. And that's that's, right. that's the dilemma, I think. You're right. That's the dilemma. Like you know, from have come from the .dot com side, yeah. and now it's it's, you know, for all we were hearing for the longest time is, oh my God, we're doomed. The internet, da da and TV is done. It's like no, TV is not done. It's just TV is going to work with the web and mm-hmm. online social media, and it's just going to be one big hub of information now because people aren't going away from TV. TV's still here. TV oh, yeah. TVs are still going out the door. The difference is now, as people are watching TV, they might be Skyping with somebody and then playing a video game in another part of the screen. I don't know. Mm-hmm. You, you know what yeah. I mean? But he talked to the kid at Best Buy, and he's like, oh, yeah, yeah, you can split the screen up in each and different. I'm like, wonderful. I just want to watch TV. I love you for that. Yeah, uh, that's it, you know, wonderful. I, it, yeah, it, you could come over and set that up for me. I'll probably never use it. You know, But I appreciate I appreciate that you can do that. It's it, it's amazing. But uh, it's it's... Yeah. You know what it's like. It's the ADD generation to some degree, right? It's yeah. Everything's instant. And I think that's probably been the saving grace of my channel, too, because of where I work, because we're just that instant news constantly, uh-huh. which is good, because we're live all day. So right. it makes yeah. it interesting as opposed to pre-recorded stuff all day. It's live all day, changing constantly. Yeah. Yeah, yeah
1: it's interesting, because, I mean, I was just joking on my own personal Facebook page, that like, that my six-year-old was... I was trying to explain to him that there was no such thing as a cell phone when... You know, before, oh, right, I mean, right. only a couple of years before he was born did right. they actually come out. And he's like, Mommy, did you live in the old, olden times? And I'm like, this is, <laughs> and, you know, it's quickly becoming that joke of like, I walked uphill both ways. Yes. In <laughs> foot, I think.
2: Yeah. It's true. It's true.
1: Well, cool. I mean, I don't know. Is there other, other stuff about, I don't know, your Instagram account or kind of? Do you have other plans around what you might be doing next with Star Wars in the Yard or any insights you want to share around that stuff?
2: Um, It's going to get more interesting, I think. I'm going to try and get a little bit more uh, special effects savvy. Mm. Um, Because there's so many other things that have to happen now. And I've kind of got this struggle going on on either side. And, you know, it's all taking place out here in the backyard. And I don't know. I just need to capture more of that, I think. It's going that direction, As it's, I don't know if you've noticed, as of late, the pictures are kind of getting a little more dramatic, and there's a little yes. bit more, you know, the story is getting a little deeper, and the, the gentleman who supplies me with my uh, toys out of Hamilton, Ontario, uh, just outside of Toronto, it's about 50 minutes from Toronto, he's amazing, uh, but he's part of the storyline, because one of the characters I got from him looks a bit like him, so <laughs> he's Sergeant Mike. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but he's all offended because the stormtroopers have taken him into custody. So I said, "All right, oh. all, right all right, all right, gear down, gear down." But uh, no, I'm g- it, I, a little bit more of the special effects side. Um, the stories are going to remain the same, probably get a little more uh, interesting. Um, mm-hmm. But I like I said, I try and keep it a family show and keep it real. That, you know, no one, oh. people get hurt, but they don't die, and uh, that happens enough in the movies. This the is death? this is whimsical and this is fun, and I'd rather keep it that way. I don't know. Uh-huh call it fluffy, call it whatever, I just I like it that way. Just me.
1: No, I think it's nice.
2: Yeah, yeah.
1: Keeps the story, mo- I mean <laughs> sorry, in the vein yeah. of like you know, soap operas, I mean pretty soon everyone's dead, so well,
2: yeah, and then sure. they're coming yeah. back
1: from the dead. Then, A lot
2: yeah. of these guys are still around, it's like Victor Newman, right? <laughs> on on <laughs> yeah. My favorite, he's the, he's the uh, German race car driver from Herbie Goes to Monte Carlo, that's how old I am. There you go, I just dated myself. So, <laughs> I saw that movie at the theater. Yeah, yes, and I saw <laughs> it in the, the movie theater. theater. Yes, <laughs> you know, he, and he's still alive. He's still going. So I, yeah. you know, hats off to him, Eric Braden. So amazing. We tribute, this, yeah,
1: we did a kid episode. To yes, to Eric
2: Braden, <laughs> Victor <laughs> Newman.
1: Bray- yeah, you're a fan.
2: Yeah, uh-huh. absolutely. Okay, that that's one show that you can go away from. It doesn't matter, and you come back, and you're like, oh, okay, I've caught up in a matter of two two shows. Uh-huh. You know. So oh, true. Yes.
1: Well, yeah. So are you excited about the next couple of Star Wars movies or what is your...
2: I'm really, awesome? my check on closet that? nerd has come out of the closets. I yeah. am very excited about Rogue One.
1: Are you?
2: Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. And uh, that's another thing I didn't mention earlier. I really, really, really like the strong female roles. I think it's been far too long. Mm-hmm. And the, the Rey character, wow, wait, wait for her. I think that's going to be amazing. But this Jen Erso from Rogue uh-huh. Wolf, look out. Yeah. Look out. But the fact that you have all the old guard in there, I'm sorry. People like the old stormtroopers. Vader should never have died.
1: <laughs>
2: <laughs> yeah, oh, I... <laughs> He should have just flown away in his TIE fighter and gotten old or something because those characters are way too cool to kill off. And I get it, George. I understand it. I, I get it. You have to have things come to an end, but it's just, People are so hungry for those movies. And it's going to be our generation that goes to. that's going to fill that theater. You know that, right? At,
1: oh, totally. For, totally. For, the,
2: for that movie especially. There'll be, you know, obviously a lot of the, the younger uh, people are going to go too, but it's going to be guys like me lined up going, there's stormtroopers in the movie, I'm going to the movie. Uh-huh. I will pay $20. <laughs> <laughs> Just... You know,
1: so true. Well, and, and I mean, kind of like we were saying earlier, like there's that hunger for the backstory and the nuances. Mm-hmm. Oh, and, yeah.
2: And you're getting uh, all these stories from the you know the previous trilogy, and there's all these gaps of this character and this character. How did this character come to fruition? And, how, and there's, there's so much they can do. They, they were actually smart to grab it. Yeah. You know, Disney was, it, it'll be never ending now, but... <laughs> yes no but and in, and in, in, in people are you know picking at that the purists are picking at that but you know in a in a, in a good way we're getting a movie now every one or two years right um i yeah. have no complaints about that i'll watch well, it as yeah. long as i can and i think that's i think that's great as opposed to waiting you know what did we wait after star wars it was quite a while six years seven years before mm-hmm. empire came out i think it's quite a while yeah it's right. quite a big gap but you don't have that now. Now you're, you know, your withdrawal symptoms are, you know, by the time you are,
1: I'm minimize, <laughs> yeah.
2: and the next movie's out. So
1: I know Well, it was on. Uh, the force awakens was on DVD so fast. Mm-hmm. Was like, oh what? yeah. Hey, yeah,
2: absolutely. This is not right. Yeah. 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 But yeah. well, uh, it's
1: interesting. Um, also for listeners to go back and listen to the general grievous episode. Cause so the guy who does the voice is also the senior sound editor at, at, um, Skywalker.
2: Okay. So, okay.
1: He worked on that movie and was working on it when we recorded the episode. But, um, he was talking about how they're really excited that I mean Disney was the right place to take that take the franchise because
2: mm-hmm. I agree. I agree.
1: They can create the magic. They get magic. Like yes. there's nowhere else that does it the same. Yeah. So
2: Yeah, and and the word is that the, the new movie there was a few scenes they weren't happy with, so they went back and reshot him. I'm like terrific. Nice. If it okay. delays it a little bit, you know, and it's a perfect product and great. I, I think it's fantastic for everybody. Totally agree. Yeah.
1: Well, cool. This has been so much fun. Yes. I have a couple of last questions for yeah, you. But yeah, yeah, is there yeah. anything else you wanted to add? Anything we didn't?
2: Uh, no, I think we've covered everything, but fire away.
1: Okay. So uh, what does balance look like in your in your life? Um, I know you're obviously working, running an Instagram account. I think you do cycling. Like
2: Yes, cycling is a part <laughs> of my balance.
1: You're definitely what yeah. we call multi-passionate on this show, and, and other people use the word too. But what? how do you maintain a sense of harmony in all those things
2: that you do um, it, I've always been I've been very lucky and my wife who had said this recently she said uh, you're, you've always been able to balance your life mm-hmm. um, I'm not I, you know I, I love what I do I, I work but work's work and at the end of the day I'm done with work so when work's done it's like okay what do I need to do for Star Wars in the art today whether mm-hmm. that's you know shoot something put something together or you know I might be good for a few days uh, cycling is the thing that just grounds me it gives me time to think it's great exercise, and you're just out, pedaling away. You could be out in the country, and you're just you're clear. Your head's, for me, clear. Mm-hmm. Just clears my head. Because it's such a stressful business that I'm in that at the end of the day, I need to de- decompress. So it's either through shooting Star Wars in the yard, or I get on my bike and go. And that's, that's awesome. how you keep the balance, for me.
1: Yeah. Well, I like that you are self-aware, um, kind of aware. And know that like you need those spaces you you kind of it sounds like need, you know you need a creative space and you know yes. you need that downtime and that you make, you make time for it yeah not it's ever, very
2: important know. and I think a lot of people need to understand that that it take time for yourself it's not all about work. I know work's the better part of our lives, and you know it, it, it keeps you busy it pays the bills, but at the end of the day you need to do something for yourself, whether it's an art class or you walk with friends or whatever you need that one moment of the day, or an hour at you know the least, where it's all about you. And I've always thought that.
1: Yeah. Yeah, I love it. <laughs> yeah. And the last question is, what are three ways that you can think of to jumpstart joy in your life, in the world, or in other people's lives?
2: For me, it's always be positive. Be nice to others. There's not enough of that anymore. Just be nice. Be a civil human being. It's not hard. And just love. Just love people, because the world's mm-hmm. full of interesting people, and I know that sounds really bad. <laughs> it's kind of a clue, but honestly, I get more out of that every day than I do anything else. It, it's uh, I get emotional talking about it because it just it's there's not enough of it, and when yeah. you meet those people, you're like, oh my god, can I please hold on to you for the rest of my life because they're a gem. Yeah, and you know it, it's true whether you know it's, yeah. it's it's your kids, your loved ones. A person you met on the street, and you just hit it off, and you mm-hmm. become great friends, and they protect you, and you protect them, and you love each other, and it's just—I don't know—the world's the world's really lacking that now, and we need that. We need that more than ever. We need to support each other. Yeah. And that's it.
1: I fully agree. It's yeah. interesting because my word for the year, strangely chosen, was—or I, but I love it appropriately—but is enraptured, mm-hmm. which doesn't—it doesn't have the <laughs> necessarily religious affiliation, but no. like. It just meant, like, giving myself permission to, like, really fully love, meaning, yeah. and, and admit to other people, like, hey, I really enjoy your company. Like, right.
2: just oh, don't yeah, yeah. shy that's back. Important. The older I'm getting, that's the more important thing. Like, this, you know, you're yeah. sitting with friends and family. This is important. This is yeah. what's important right now. It's not the work. Work is part of my day. This is important. Because if anything happens to this, then, you know, it's it's mm-hmm. upsetting. Work's not upsetting. You lose a job or something. Yeah, it's frustrating and it will upset some people, but for a lot of people, they just say, all right, I have to pack up and move on. That's what happens. We all land on our feet. You know, we all want to do things. There's things we want to pursue or we need or we want in in life, but we all land on our feet. People have to remember that. Mm -hmm. If you want to. If you want to work and succeed and do that, you'll you'll be fine. You'll land on your feet. You know, it's the ones who choose another path, unfortunately, that... uh, that doesn't work out for them. Yeah. You know, but I still feel for those people because we're all people. We're all here together and that's been forgotten. Everyone's story is different. And that's another thing. You meet someone randomly and you start talking like, wow, what an interesting story. Look at this guy. Look at this woman. Yeah. Look at, you know, I, I never would have thought that. It's amazing yeah. what you find out. Just talk, <laughs> it is. You no, know, no, you know, a, just by,
1: yeah, yeah, just by taking just the, the chance. The, the two topic.
2: seconds and like, oh my God, I've met the most interesting people and I've gotten a business card saying, hey, I do this. and it's like, um, it's funny how is the word I'm looking for synchronicity, mm-hmm. maybe
1: or serendipity.
2: Yeah, probably serendipity. It's just amazing how that all comes together when you're putting yourself out there. Out all, you know. Everyone goes on about the laws of attraction and all those other things, but I think there's more to it than that. I think it's almost like I think we don't realize how intuitive we are to one another and how you could pass someone in a coffee shop and they'll kind of for some reason know that you're on the same kind of path they are. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I'm just throwing that out there, but I, I think sometimes you're right. I think, yeah, I, I sometimes get that impression cuz it just seems like to come together way too like simply. And I, how did that happen? Yeah. Or well, maybe they knew. Who knows?
1: Yeah. Or there was something else. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like yeah. you're saying there's an energy
2: or a Yeah, or something. It, a sense
1: or yeah. just plain intuition that you just know
2: that
1: yeah it's meant to be yeah Yeah.
2: i agree i agree
1: well russell thank you so much it's been a breath
0: of fresh air getting to talk to you and getting to meet you
2: yes thank you very much thanks for having me on the show i much appreciate it
0: thank you russell so much for being on the show it was such a pleasure to get to speak with you and i just loved your insight and behind the scenes about your account to get all of the links or find out more about Russell, you can, you can head over to the show notes at jumpstartyourjoy.com slash episode 59, where you can get links to all of his accounts and all the good stuff we talk about. Or you can just head over to Instagram, type in Star Wars in the Yard, and you can find him there. You can also find me on Instagram at jumpstartyourjoy. <laughs> and we'll both be linking up to each other. If you head over to the website... Uh, jumpstartyourjoy.com. That's where you can sign up for that free email course called Joy Plus You. You can check out the awesome DBA costume that I made last year for my son. Next week on the podcast in episode 60, I'll be talking to Matt Marr of the podcast, The Dear Maddie Show. And we're going to talk about storytelling, how to stop bullying, and stand-up comedy. It's really an amazing conversation, and I am so honored to get to speak with just won't want to miss it. I hope you guys will all come back next week. And until then, I hope that your days are filled with so much joy.